Surprise, everybody. It's Valentine's Day. Hope, Hope you, you didn't forget. forget. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you uh, bought your significant other something nice. Didn't when, forget uh, this time. Maybe not like last year. Now, if you if you are a normal person and you're sitting around waiting for this episode to appear on your podcast uh, provider, you and you're listening to it the second it comes out, as you should, uh, you probably have, what, like 12 hours left by the time we're done with this? Yeah, or less. Or less, you got to get to the store and pay the pay the like gouge prices for uh, Valentine's Day chocolates. Uh, you're, also, if you're trying to get a restaurant reservation, you are completely fucked because yeah. I tried to get one yesterday, and like we called all these, I called all these places, and it was like I don't know. We in our relationship, planning ahead about food is something that doesn't happen very often. So it was like it was like. 1 p.m. and we were like we should probably get a reservation for dinner tonight it was like oh shit okay so i called a place and they were like oh no we're completely full you can maybe come but you might have to wait like an hour an hour and a half i was like oh fuck that so i you know we looked at some other places i got on open table you know do you have open table i used it a couple times in new york but i know i don't make reservations for places i don't like doing that I just like okay. to roll up. Like, I don't go to crowded restaurants or wait for food. That's just not – right. I'm just too impatient. Well, this is this is Valentine's Day, so you're, we have to swallow our misanthropy. So, I I open up this open table Speak app. Speak for yourself, and- asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do shit. <laughs> and I look at the restaurant I had just called and like a vision, a 6.15 p.m. reservation is available. Whoa. Like, no – no fucking way. So I just jumped right on that. Worked out perfectly. We still had to wait like 20 minutes probably to get our table, but that's okay. Is that indoor dining? No, sir. Outdoors right. in the nice. frigid, freezing wind. How oh cold my gosh. Was it? So it was 60 degrees, but like 15 miles an hour wind. It was cold. I remember when I used to smoke cigarettes, which is a great frugal habit. Spend $10 a day on a pack of cigarettes. When I used to do that, I would. And other people I knew smoked, it'd be like 20 degrees outside and we'd, we'd get, you know, a table outside just so we could smoke. <laughs> like, really, everything points to uh, not smoking. But hey, man, yeah. did your wife like it? She did. And so did I. It was fun. I mean, we went to an Italian place. It was all decorated for Valentine's Day. Yeah, it was all, uh, all really old boomers there also with us. Um, nah, maybe some other younger couples. But... It was fun uh, and frigid, so it was. We were happy to like get home and like get under a blanket because it was fucking cold. Pandemic Valentine's Day. This is Market Liberation Front. Burton Bourne, Henry Hazlitt. I tried to uh, my uh, my love interest, my Valentine, is in Argentina, and I tried to figure out a way to send her flowers to her home in Argentina online. And I'm sure that there is a way. So don't send a fucking email with a link to this really accessible and easy to use website because I speak <laughs> Spanish and I still couldn't figure it out. It's like entregas de flores and, and, uh, I, and it was just a disaster. So, um, but I gave her a call today, and she was very happy to hear that I tried. And then she said, baby, my country is a disaster. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. That was never going to happen. <laughs> so. Does it take like a certain amount of, of economic development to get to a point where 
like flower delivery orders can be reliably made <laughs> online. I mean, I'm online. sure. Yeah, I'm sure it, it's just you know. I mean, in a lot of cultures, not just in South America, but also in Europe, I've noticed there's a definite. I mean, it's changing now, but there's definitely like a culture of going to a store and talking to someone and getting things done that way instead of calling or doing it online. Oh, fascinating. Because I've noticed during the pandemic that uh, every restaurant now has online ordering, which is fucking great, man. I love not having to speak to a human. It's the best. Calling in and they're just like, what? What? (laughs) All right, read th- run that number back for me. <laughs> yeah, fucking nightmare. But if uh, if you're not as filled with foresight as uh, Bert and I, and uh, you've got <laughs> you know probably like ten hours left, or really like you have like two hours before uh, you cannot put up the charade that you didn't plan for your significant other, I thought we would talk about frugal Valentine's Day, but also sort of just I mean we've done this before dating and relationships and being cheap and then, but I think this is a segue into that. Because it's something we haven't talked about in a while. Yeah, it's and true. It's Valentine's Day. So and I, it's I Valentine's up, Day. I it's Romance this. on the Mind Day. And yeah. one thing we're going to be very... We, we're not going to slip into misogyny in this episode, okay? Yeah, yeah. We've, we, I actually recently underwent corporate anti, uh, anti-bias <laughs> did. training. Did I, did I show you some of Did I show you No, that? you didn't. <laughs> okay, you have, to, you have to give some examples of things yeah. that you learned that you didn't know before. No, I mean, that's the thing is, look, man, when I took uh, anthropology in college, I did not study a single fucking time, and I got an A+. <laughs> it was the only A-plus I got the entire time I was in college. Because it was all multiple, it was all, it was like intro to anthropology. And it was just, it was the, it was like, what is the most progressive shithead university professor answer to everything? And that was the correct answer. I (laughs) I, aced every test. I know that there's, I know that there's at least one anthropology major listening to this podcast. So shout out to you for (laughs) kicking ass in your major and then going to a completely different career path after you left. Yeah, I think I know. Wait, is it uh, the lawyer one or the, the other one? It's actually like, both. Yeah, yeah, because I remember the lawyer one. That was like a guy who did not put any effort into college the time I visited you guys. But no, but like, I just remember the test. It was just shit like, like, um, some, some, uh, like in the early days of anthropology, people argued that not all cultures are equal. Are all cultures equal? And I was like, no. I was like, yes, of course they are. You know, like the Mayans sacrificing children to their gods are definitely equal to the culture that put a man on the moon. Mm-hmm, that sounds right. Yes. Uh, I don't know how we went down that path, but I fucking hate that shit. <laughs> okay, so we got to this point because of your uh, anti-bias training. Oh, yeah, yeah, So I did anti-bias, and it was just like that. You know, it was just like... And they made you take notes about what you would do better in the future, and they said that they were private. So mine were just like one sentence, just repeating the question and saying I would do it. <laughs> it's like, what will you do to ensure that you're not biased in the future? I'm like, I will take steps uh, in the future to ensure my bias is not an issue. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like, it's a, you have to, to watch like a 20-minute video. No, no, no. So you're saying you're denying the fact that you're not going to be less biased. You're just going to make sure your existing bias is not an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like you, you'd have to like put on this like 20-minute video, and at the end there would be a, a quiz where it's like, is it appropriate for John, a white man, to add, to touch Laquisha, a black woman's hair, and say, "Wow, your hair is really weird." And it's like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm probably not good. You know, I probably not do that. It was Dude, so fucking awful. Those, those trainings are so stupid. 
Yeah, I mean, and it, they 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 only exist to pro, to 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 shield the company from lawsuits. Oh yeah, so no, they're not meant someone, to educate yeah. you at all. It's all yeah. just legal cover. Yeah, I used to wonder. I was like, why would the guy who owns my company, who is, I believe, a conservative, you know, uh, another one for the Matrix, or for you, a guy who you believe is yeah, conservative? Who, no, who is a, who's known to be a conservative um, to the extent that he's known to the public. I don't think most people would know his name. Um, he, uh, I was like, how would he let this happen? But I'm like, I'm going to be business. Like he doesn't. <laughs> In any event, um, now that I've completed that, I'm confident that my, um, unconscious bias, that's the word unconscious bias, mm. uh, will not get in the way of speaking about dating and relationships with the opposite sex. So good. Or excuse me, yeah. not the opposite sex, but other sexes or other mm. genders. Good. Yeah. Of the many. Yeah. Don't let genders. it. Or just don't let it affect your uh, words and your work and your relationship and your podcasting. Yeah. Or, accept, no. <laughs> or accept that it will and invite people to call me out on it for the betterment Ooh. of the company. Or for the betterment of yourself. Yeah, exactly. And if you believe that, that you're too stupid to not know yourself well enough and know your own biases, <laughs> then you can invite others to educate you about yourself. Right. Anyway, so let's talk about these fucking broads. They won't shut up. Am I right? <laughs> Your comment reminds me of, of the episode of The Office when it's like, <laughs> Pam is like, today is sexual harassment training day, and this is the day that everybody sexually harasses me as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, did you see the um, Did you see the, the quote from the... Um, um, the the Japanese guy who got in trouble, the Olympics guy. No, let me try to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find the quote. It's it's so bad. It's like, uh, he okay. So like, apparently they were going to add more women to like the Japanese uh, Olympics committee, mm -hmm. and he made a comment like like okay, but we need to institute rules to not let them talk too much because you know women yap yap yap. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> It was something like I'm trying to find the exact quote. Oh my uh, god! <laughs> Did not pass his his training, <laughs> or I don't know if they even have that in Japan. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, we do have an article for you about this. I honestly don't really even understand this article because it's like it's like oh, a wait, bunch wait. of. Let's not, let me interrupt. Can I, I just okay. the quote? Yeah, yeah, please. Uh, okay. Referring to his, chairman, to his time as chairman of the Japan Rugby Football Union, the 83-year-old said, Women have a strong sense of rivalry. If one raises her hand to speak, all the others feel the need to speak, too. Everyone ends up saying something. <laughs> oh, my God. Which is okay. weird, because it's like, that's like also, men do that, too. You know, that's not even like one where, uh, where like, a, a guy might be like, oh, yeah, you got a point there, you know? Like that's like, I don't even think of that as a stereotype. Like, I think both of those stereotypes are wrong. Look how much I talk. I'm not a woman, but. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I haven't heard that one before, but maybe it's because it's a different culture. They have different biases. I'm not sure. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. do you want to talk about our, our guiding light here? This, like, completely abstract and multi-media um, article that you picked out for us? Oh, the, this is Mr. Fifteen Hundred. This is guy who's got a strong Midwestern accent. His blog is Fifteen Hundred Days to Freedom. Um, 
I, we've talked about him briefly in the past. He seems yeah, like- he was he was the one who uh, sold his trailer park for an index fund. Yeah, him and his wife just seem like fun, chill people, you know, who are kind uh-huh. of frugal and like just living their life. They also live in Longmont with Mister Money Mustache and their friends no way, and yeah, uh, and they're kind of just chilling. There's um, more than one on this webpage. There's more than than one photograph of someone sticking their tongue out. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. They are kind of like weird, like Gen Xers. But they're like know? they're they want you to know that they're weird. It's not they're like yeah, see they're how weird we are. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I, I'll take these over nine out of ten personal finance bloggers. So <laughs> yeah. This is someone I would probably have a beer with and laugh and joke around and like I wouldn't have to worry about talk like. You know, if his wife, you know, gets to talking a little too much, I could give him the give him the signal, you know, where you put your thumb and your four fingers together and roll your eyes, and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, brother," <laughs> and then the wife would like punch him, and then we'd just keep drinking, you know. Uh huh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? I think this is definitely our most get us canceled episode. Um, no, the first episode was. This one's yeah. fine. The first episode, no one should listen to that episode. Yeah, because like, even though that's our most listened to episode ever, <laughs> it's twice as much as the closest one. Well, no one go back and listen to it if, if you haven't listened to it before. That right. one will get us definitely canceled. Yeah, whatever. Um, in any event, so blah, 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 V-Days and Easy. Uh... Hey, have you ever heard the the joke that at the beginning of your relationship, you have more sex than later on in your relationship? Have you ever heard that before? Yeah, because that's how this uh, blog post starts out. That's basically the entire blog post. (laughs) Although this is pretty funny. He says, everything evolves. Marriage is not excluded. Early in the relationship. Person one, I'm feeling amorous. Amorous? Amorous? I don't know. Amorous. Person two, we're hiking in the middle of the forest. WTF? With a lot of exclamation points and question marks. Person one. Zany. I have a blanket in my backpack. Censored. This is seriously like how I wrote when I was 13. I mean, if you go if you go and find those online forums I used to spend all afternoon posting on, this was the level of writing. I mean this I mean these guys like a computer programmer. I don't blame him. He doesn't have to be a good writer. But uh, almost two decades later, I'm feeling amorous. Z Z Z Z nudge nudge i'm feeling amorous are you asleep kind of but okay go for it so is uh the, i guess the censored part is where he has sex with his wife while she's asleep and then or both half asleep, asleep? Yeah. and then they both fall asleep yeah i think it was when she was asleep because it's a, the, the next line is whoa that was uncomfortable whoa <laughs> God, this writing is so aggressive like it's hard to there's like you have to describe the writing like you would describe a picture because there's so many so many things are italicized or in bold you know there's a squiggly line before things there's yeah and there's 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 a lot of different formatting and bolding and italics and yeah it's like yeah it's like poetry yeah, uh, <laughs> although I mean, considering how awful that poet was, like, you know, while we're you know while we're getting canceled, the poet at the Biden inauguration was awful, and anyone who's pretending that it was good is just lying to themselves because they're afraid of being canceled. Well, so, when did you get into poetry criticism? I didn't listen to it, so I actually no, look, can't really say shit. I'm, I'm not an expert in poetry. I'm just saying, as a human being, I listened to that and I was like, wow, that sucked. Like, that, didn't, <laughs> that did nothing for me. So I, I guess maybe I'm too stupid to know. 
but I'm a big I'm a big fan of like populist attitudes toward criticism. You don't have to what like the- if you have to be a genius to get something, then it's not worth it's not great art. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> anyway, anyway <laughs> so our a- poetry criticism of this article is is that it's not good. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I almost want to put it in the show notes just so people can see this shit because it's so weird. Yeah, you uh, should. It's a blog post, but I mean, these guys apparently they're successful bloggers. I mean, like they're they're pretty well known. They're friends with the Mad Scientist. I assume all these people are friends. They must have like a like an unannounced secret meeting where they all get together and they're like, "We all, how much did you make from your blog this year?" (laughs) (laughs) I told them I have eight million dollars in the bank. (laughs) I don't. Yeah, I guess probably. You know, I don't know. I'm in. What are there any conspiracy theories that you believe? Uh, obviously that coronavirus was leaked from a lab and didn't come from a bat. Damn it, that wasn't a conspiracy theory, though. <laughs> uh, well, okay, I thought that it... Well, I've heard a lot of official talk that that isn't what happened, but I I will... I believe that until I am convinced otherwise. I'll put it that way. Right. Yeah, well, it seems any, like... The, what about you? Are there any conspiracy theories yeah. you believe? Um... Uh, I think that I totally I'm all in on Jeffrey Epstein being murdered and not killing himself. Oh yeah, totally agree with that yeah. one too. That's I mean I, th- I feel like every every normal person gets like one or two. You know, like you could be totally normal, totally mainstream, and be like, of course JFK was assassinated, second shooter, which I believe is John <laughs> Kerry's position. Um, well, you mean like he? Of course he was assassinated, but there was more than one person involved. Yeah, yeah, or that we don't know the full story or whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. not. I'm not. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is going really well for the people who, for some reason, stuck around for romantic advice. <laughs> hey, did we promise romance <laughs> advice? <laughs> I kind of, I don't know. I mean, this is a Valentine's Day episode. All right. Well, we have the, we have fifteen hundred days, guys. Advice, I guess, is what this is. Yeah. Whatever. So, I, by the way, I just added. If you heard me typing, it was me adding the link to the show notes. Wow. In the episode. I think that's the, the first time we've title, done that. The episode title will be The Art of Seduction. So it's definitely a real bait and switch. <laughs> really burying the lead. We still might get into that. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Uh, okay. Who virus? Uh, the I don't remember her name. The poet. Uh, we were talking earlier about rings. That will do that another. That's definitely. That'll be a fun episode to like go through just a 30 minute episode uh but yeah i guess we should just look at these photos that they photoshopped i guess yeah so now there are photos but like they're not even i guess they're memes yeah sure they're like gen x memes where it's like gen x (laughs) almost boomer memes where it's like you really don't understand how memes work do you (laughs) that's so true it's just words on top of a photo on like and they've they've kind of lightened the photo so you can read the words Number one, it's a picture of a box of cheeseburgers from White Castle, and it says, make your significant other the most romantic dinner, White Castles. (laughs) This is like things your grandfather would email you. They were so funny about that trailer park thing. You know, it's like, you know, broken clock right twice a day. Uh, (laughs) Good gifts. Homemade chocolates. All right. Uh flowers picked from your garden i don't know man because i feel like that's something you should be giving regularly 
Mm, uh, true. A nice you book. Have them. A nice book, that feels like not a very good frugal gift. Mm. Because if it's going to be frugal, it needs to be used. And giving or, someone a used book is pretty shitty. Or from the library. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> ben, I will cover the late fees on this for you. <laughs> Bad gifts. One, an STD. Well, that's pretty funny. <laughs> and it, it, this also looks like the background photo of this. It looks like a, a deer taking a shit. <laughs> that is what it is. <laughs> In like someone's yard. Yeah, so, that's so, not a good gift, I guess. No. Flowers picked from your neighbor's garden. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. And a backstage meet and greet with Marilyn Manson. I guess who just got me too, right? Oh, he did. Well, yeah. uh, shocker, sure right? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, and mean... like, okay, the, who, how much of a Gen Gen Xer reference is Marilyn Manson? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are, there are Gen Zers who are like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the, for Gen Zers, like Marilyn Manson is to us as millennials as uh, you know, like hot topic is to Gen Z. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Of it. And like, they might even think it's kind of cool, but it's like it's not really on the radar for me. Right. <laughs> all right. Uh, break up with your significant other ahead of time so you don't have to spend money on all of that crap. I've done that before. Actually, really? I, did it, I did it during Valentine's Day dinner. Yeah. No fucking way. You I must you, you must elaborate. I do not remember this story. Oh, shit. This was nine years ago now. It was when I was in college. Yeah. When I, uh, my my uh, girlfriend and I, we had had some troubles. Um, and I think that she was primarily in the wrong, uh, but I made a lot of mistakes too, but she was primarily in the wrong and we tried to make it work. And then everything came to a head on Valentine's day and we had an argument and, uh, I was like, this isn't going to work. And then we just finished our sushi in silence and I drove her home. Who paid for the sushi though? I did. Okay. So you did spend the money. Yeah. That's the thing. I did it completely wrong because I had to spend the money on her and then I ruined an otherwise good sushi meal. I was broke <laughs> as shit. And that was like a major purchase for me. Yeah, you, this, this is not at all what the advice is. You should have broken up with her the day before yeah, Valentine's Day and not. So. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, I was a teenager. You could bleep out me saying I was. Okay. I will. Hold on. That way no one knows how old I am. <laughs> Do I still have to bleep it out? Yeah. Well, I don't give a shit, whatever. Uh, no one listens to this fucking show anyway. This is just because men can't, you know, speak about their problems directly to each other. So they have to find other outlets to do it, like sports or hunting. Uh, or a or podcast. Recording, yeah, recording a podcast that no one listens to. <laughs> yeah, it's it's every time every time I show my wife something from... Where, like, someone on football Twitter is getting really angry about something. Like, I saw this video of a Steelers fan after they lost some game because their team is a joke. He was, like, he lost his shit and he, like, smashed his TV and he rampaged around. He, for some reason, he goes into another room and picks up a ladder and uses it to smash his television, which is <laughs> really fucking it's like, random. It's a like hard object available to him. Right. And so... <laughs> She's always like, yeah, you know, men, they have no way to express their emotions, so they express them through sports. I'm like, well, you know, you're not wrong. <laughs> That's also, you know, when people are like, keep the politics out of sports, 
I'm like, dude, that's like the only like that's the only way that like ninety percent of the people who watch sports talk about politics is through is, sports. Right. <laughs> right. Right. It's a proxy for a lot of more serious things. And that's I think that's why it's so silly. Like, do you do you ever notice how much total silliness there is? Like when you watch that that college football pregame show and they're always wearing like stupid costumes or like saying yeah. really outrageous <laughs> things. It's because like men just have no outlet for silliness and it yeah, has to come like, through sports. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's like this like six foot eight tight end and he's wearing like a plaid t shirt with a pink pin pink and purple pinstripe suit. You know, and right. like a tie with like a photo of his face on it. <laughs> right. And he's like, he's like, look, man, I, I do not think that, uh, I do not think Patrick Mahomes is going to get away from that pass rush. Another, <laughs> no, guy, <laughs> another guy who's wearing like a, a, a perfect black suit with like a, a yellow, what's a, what's a cloth that you put in the pocket? pocket? An ass, oh, a pocket handkerchief? I thought you were going to say an ascot. Yeah, maybe a yellow ascot, or, or like, and one of them's wearing a cummerbund for some reason. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's like, he's like, look at that, three hundred seventy-eight yards in the past two games, average. How are you going to beat that with a when you have a one thirty-five pass rush? You know, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> They're just so serious, and all they care about is football. And this is their personality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for us, that's. I mean, we're. I guess I don't express my emotions through sports. I'm pretty pretty stoic when I watch sports, but this for me is the way that I that I talk about my feelings. Yeah, I feel like uh, as a Chargers fan, I feel like just a Russian person in the winter, <laughs> you know, just like someone who's like lived lived through you know, World War II and then the Cold War and then you know the, the embarrassment of privatization in the nineties and uh -huh. just like such is life. You know, to be know. Russian is to suffer. Even in Siberia, people can live. <laughs> it's like, we move forward. I make borscht, we have vodka, and we live our life. I saw, I saw a tweet that was from, like, some particularly horrifying moment from the previous season. And I was like, oh, yeah, that. I remember getting over that very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when fucking Steichen called the run when there was, like, 18 uh -huh. seconds in no time. That was the <laughs> moment. <laughs> Yeah, not, that's not the kind of thing I wake up in the middle of the night thinking about. No, no, it's a good life lesson. There, I mean, there are good life lessons in sports, especially if you're a fan of an awful team, because then yeah. you learn not to not to take shit so seriously. You know? Yeah. Or, like, or if you're the star of an awful team, like Philip Rivers, you kind of just <laughs> like apparently Tom Brady. Anytime he would lose a Super Bowl, his wife gave some interview and she's like, she's like, she's like, you know, you, you guys think our life is so great. I've had to live with him after he lost the Super Bowl. You think that's fun? <laughs> <laughs> the way she said it was so raw and real. It's like, oh fuck. <laughs> well, the video I'm re I'm referencing was posted by a Chargers fan, and the caption was, "This guy's soft. He could never be a Chargers fan." <laughs> it's like you lose one game and you freak out and break your TV. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah. No, you lose one game by you know you lose one game in the final thirty seconds. Like, come on. Uh -huh. <laughs> Come on. This is if, like... you, if you win one game in the final 30 seconds, you should be thrilled as a Chargers fan. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right, back to romance. Uh, so this is a um, – this meme is like a, a pier in an ocean. It's, it doesn't look great. But it says, watch the sunset at the beach. Note, plan for about four hours afterward to get all of the sand off your bodies. No one likes sand in the crevice sex. I don't okay. want to be insensitive toward women, but it's never taken me more than 
I don't know, two minutes to wash the sand off my body. Like you kind of just get in the shower and it all just comes out, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't think it takes four hours for women either. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think, I don't think so. Hey, you and I went to the beach recently. So, uh, I don't know. Well, we didn't like get into the sand, but we went, we brought our women to the beach. (laughs) Oh, that's sexist. We brought we brought our uh, partners who we equally uh, respect and appreciate. They're yes. not our women. They're our women to uh, to worship and cherish, but there not our women in a possessive way. No, not at all. All right. Well, anyway. Um, yeah. Again, like another another good like email from your from your grandfather, or I guess your crazy. Gen X uncle who's like, oh, so funny. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you live in Colorado, there are no fucking <laughs> beaches. You probably think that. <laughs> um, I remember, uh, what the fuck, my mom keeps calling me. Um, did your mom ever give you anything for Valentine's Day? Or did your parents no. ever like, give you anything? I didn't know. My mom did it I, one time when I was like 12, and I was like, Mom, no. <laughs> this is the most depressing shit in the world. Like, you cannot let anyone know that you did. <laughs> See, this is this is the therapy. Let it all out, no, no, Henry. No, it's not even like in a, a weird Oedipal way. It's just more like a <laughs> like. I mean, I saw this one story one time, and it was like a mom gave her bought her sons like Fortnite T-shirts for Valentine's Day. It was just like a holiday, and it was a reason to give them a gift. I think my mom gave me like twenty bucks, and she was like, "Happy Valentine's Day." And I was like, "This shit is weird. I don't want this." <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a twelve year old would love a Fortnite T-shirt, but maybe not as a Valentine's Day gift. Right. So, so you know. Let me find. Uh, I was reading Nixon's. Um, I was reading Nixon's uh, fucking Wikipedia page. And Richard Nixon, about, the former president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just I forgot why, but something brought me to it. Um, and uh, I love this. Nixon believed that putting distance between himself and other people was necessary for him as he advanced in his political career and became president. Even BB <laughs> Rebozo. BB Rebozo, by the way, great name. <laughs> Um, by some accounts, by some accounts, his closest friend did not call him by his first name. What? Could you imagine that? If I was like, I would prefer if you called me Mr. Haslam. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just all the other accompanying things that would go along with someone who would do that. I don't know. I don't know how I would be friends with that person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess like, I don't know when, I guess it also depends when he became friends with Robozo. Right. Because like if you became president, you know, and I went to the White House, you know, and stayed in the Lincoln room, you know, I'd just be walking around in my underwear and, you know, just uh, getting absolutely belligerent with the staff and just joking around with you, you know. But like if I met you when you were vice president, I guess I probably shouldn't do that. Uh, well, no, I'm imagining that they met when he was 12 years old and he was like, you will call me Mixter Nixon. No, I don't, I don't think it was that. Um, let me go to, but oh, this is the rest of the Nixon quote. Nixon said of this is what this was Nixon's explanation. Even with close friends, I don't believe in letting your hair down, confiding this and that and the other thing, saying, gee, I couldn't sleep. I believe you should keep your troubles to yourself. That's just the way I am. Some people are different. Some people think it's good therapy to sit with a close friend and, you know, just spill your guts and reveal their inner psyche, whether they were breastfed or bottle fed. Not me. No way. (laughs) 
Man, what were his parents like? Oh, my God. <laughs> when Nixon was told that most Americans felt they did not even know him at the end of his career, he replied, yeah, it's true, and it's not necessary for them to know. <laughs> what a fucking boss, dude. <laughs> he, he was... Okay, it's right, not well. necessary for them to know. <laughs> not me. No way. <laughs> no way. Not, no siree. Uh, I will he... not be sharing my feelings with a single person. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Rebozo, B.B. Rebozo, amazing names. One of my favorites in, in U.S. history of just weird names. I think Edward Snowden is a good name, too, for a, for a spy, uh, for a Russian <laughs> asset. Great name for someone who betrayed America. But um, Rebozo first met – I'm just dropping bombs to I alienate whatever listenership we have left. Um, Rebozo first met then-U.S. Representative Nixon in 1950, so when he was a congressman. Okay. And then Not they, 12. Yeah, no, he was like – I guess like – let me see. I don't know, 50 at that point. Oh, was Nixon? Nixon was born in 13, so he was like 37. Yeah, so grown-ass man. Should we back to the memes? Back to the memes. Okay, next one. Stay married for 20 years. Then you can just watch crappy reruns, eat leftovers, drink beer, and pass out on the couch at 9 p.m. You don't need to be married for 20 years to do that, buddy. I did that last night by myself. It was great. You don't even need to be married to do that. <laughs> in fact, it's a lot easier to do that if you're fucking alone in your apartment. <laughs> That's a wife nagging you. <laughs> Well, does he mean that, like, your wife will do it with you? Yeah, I guess, right. I guess so. Okay. Uh, I, it's weird, the adjectives, though. Like, the reruns are crappy, but there's no comment on the quality of the leftovers or the beer. I guess leftover itself sort of insinuates that it's shitty. Hmm. But the beer well, is totally neutral. again, super good Gen X reference, reruns. Who watches reruns anymore? Right, Who watches right. live watch television? You watch Netflix and you don't call them reruns. You're like, oh, this is a show I haven't seen before. I'm going to watch it on Netflix. Right, right. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. It's been a long time since I watched a, a rerun. What right. reruns well, did you used to watch? Well, I didn't have television growing up. And by the time I was in a situation, but I don't know. By the time I went to college, it was like Netflix. I don't know. I guess we did watch reruns of Law and Order in college, which uh, they're all interchangeable. It's like not even a serial show. But yeah, this is a great reference from when live TV was the way that people consumed visual media. Yeah, to the extent that I have a sense of humor, it was developed by watching King of the Hill reruns every day after school. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. all right, what, you want to read this one out? This one, the background image is a table with one, two, three, four, five, twenty hot sauce packets from Taco Bell, Are all you, like carefully arranged. Dude, you suck! It's fifteen hot sauce packets. Oh shit! There's three rows. Fucking! <laughs> I thought Mr. there were four. Fancy engineer. <laughs> oh no! No no no! No no no! Fucking journalist. No. No, no, no. I'm not the kind of engineer who can do mental math. I'm terrible at mental math. I I make mistakes like that all the time. It's like really advanced shit. That's what I can do. The simple things, I look like a total moron. Anyway, pick up the Valentine's Day shift at your Taco Bell job to get out of the whole mess. Bring home a heart-shaped crunch wrap to make it up to them. There's just so much to wonder about. The whole mess. What's the whole mess? Is it like valentine's day 
I don't get it. This is awful. And like a heart. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. Gonna have to gonna have to cut that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say a heart. <laughs> yeah. Buy me a new Tesla. This has nothing to do with Valentine's Day, but they all can't be winner. I don't get. It. I don't even understand that one. What does that mean? Note: This is frugal for me only. What does that mean? Also, there's nothing frugal about a Tesla. Oh my gosh, the, the the Tesla thing is so funny to me because it's like there's so much cognitive dissonance going on with Tesla people where they they're like I'm helping the environment, like I'm using I'm buying an electric car, I'm modern, but really it's like you're just buying a really expensive luxury car that happens to run on electricity, yeah, and which you're not probably was from a coal fired coal fired power plant, but... right? Especially if you live in fucking Colorado, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's also. It's just such an insignificant amount of total global emissions is personal cars. You know, like when oh, people talk about transport, not... it's like, yeah, it's trucks that are on the road 14 hours a day. It's not your car <laughs> that you use for 90 minutes a day on like right. a heavy day. You know, like most people are in their car for like half an hour a day and it's just sitting there. It's not a huge emitter. I mean, it is, you know, but but when people say like vehicle transmission or vehicle uh emissions they're all talking about fucking trucks you know that are like used for work or to, to move shit around they're not talking about yeah fucking... or like aircraft like airplanes are a yeah. lot too so if you've got like a self-contained <laughs> solar situation you have a tesla it's like that is a very expensive way to slightly cut your emissions but good on you <laughs> exactly i've heard they're nice cars though i mean that's so that's oh they the look way, very nice to, yeah that's the way to make it where i've never been in one but i i know people who have and they've spoken very highly of the experience well i what i'm hoping is that my next car that i get is a cheap electric car just like a just a normal car that's electric because mm -hmm. like i don't know i mean i'm hoping by the time i get a new car they'll be reasonable enough in price and common enough that like that'll just be a normal thing to do yeah and you're not um you're not like doing the heavy driving, you know, for you, it's perfect. Because no. what do you drive like 15 minutes to the office and back? Yeah. Well, yeah. when I did, but yeah. Yeah. And exactly. maybe, you know, when you come down to visit me, it's like you could just barely get to my house. And, uh, the, uh, big the, for electricity yeah. when I get there. The, the, uh, yeah. And then, you know, spend like $40 <laughs> charging. Uh, the, the, <laughs> but a, a talk show host in LA who I like, he, he says, he likes to go to Vegas and he says, if you're careful when you're driving to Vegas, especially if you're coming from L.A., you know, like when you're on a long road trip, sometimes you'll be with a car for like two or three hours. And you can kind yeah. of like because you guys are going about the same speed. Uh, he says, once you get to L.A. or once you're like once you leave L.A. and you're about 30 minutes outside of Vegas, start looking for a Tesla because you're going to see these guys with Teslas whose windows are rolled down and they're sweating their asses off because they, they turn their AC off because they're afraid their car is about to die right before they get into Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so funny. Like, apparently it's like the amount of energy left or whatever. It's very accurate. And it tells you, you know, like what your remaining range is. So it's like you kill the AC and you give yourself 20 miles or whatever. <laughs> it's like right as you get on the outskirts of Vegas, you see all these Teslas with the windows rolled down. And like, <laughs> you know, doing That's exactly so 70 miles an hour for the fuel efficiency or whatever. <laughs> and it's like all LA people. So they're all driving Teslas. That's so funny. I love that. I don't know if that's actually true. Like, I can't imagine that's like a huge phenomenon, but I believe, I believe he's someone who's seen that before. I agree. Yeah. That's so funny though. <laughs> all right.
what do we have? What do our the comedic geniuses over at fifteen hundred days have left for us? Take a, Take hike, a hike in the mountains. <laughs> Nothing says "quote unquote" romance like freezing your ass off while exerting yourself. Yeah, I mean these. I don't want to like make fun of their appearance, but these people don't look like they're in great shape. Ooh, you know, maybe. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Whatever people who aren't in great shape can go hiking, but yeah, but maybe, maybe they'll. <laughs> no, please, you you go. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're not going on a very difficult hike. Yeah, but I'm saying if you go on a hike and you smell like absolute dog shit, you know, because you're out of shape and like you're sweating and uh, and also freezing, so you're cold sweating. Yeah, I can imagine that's not romantic. But I mean, <laughs> I remember when we went on that hike on your at your bachelor party. That was yeah, fun. I remember that. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I didn't want to fuck any of you guys, but um, <laughs> you know, I had a good time. Nor I. <laughs> I wasn't exactly no. exerting myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was we didn't. That was not a particularly strenuous hike. I don't think. I, and I don't think anyone was in the mood for one either. Oh yeah, we couldn't. I mean, by the time we were done with that, we didn't even have the uh, the ability to rent a boat. That's right. <laughs> Renting a boat was beyond our ability. That's right. <laughs> so hiking was actually a pretty big lift. It's pretty amazing that we achieved that. Yeah. And then, and then it just all went downhill. And we That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last one. This is it, guys. Skip the flowers, dinner, chocolates, etc. And get right to the sex. Nice, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. They can't be having sex, right? This couple. <laughs> No, I mean, he just admitted earlier on that all, they one of them's always asleep when they do. <laughs> like, literally, like, one of them is asleep. One of them's asleep and they're like... Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, everybody.